You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio. My name is Janine Bitson, along with... I'm Brad Gray. And we are just so one, just so grateful to have you with mm-hmm. us. Uh, boy, this Monday of Holy Week and so much to, to be grateful for. Uh, but also so much to prepare for yet. Yeah, absolutely. It is. I mean, it's it's a kind of a, a progression, right? Throughout the course of the week, um, we we enter, we walk with Jesus up to the cross and mm-hmm. the death, and ultimately the resurrection and the joy, right? Yeah, and to think like yesterday, and we're hosanna, hosanna, and you know, greeting him and all the joy, and then in five short days, we're yelling, crucify him. Mm-hmm. It, it's a it's. It's just a real somberness, almost a sadness that just takes over your soul. It's a testimony to the fickleness of the human heart, right? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> How we're not to be trusted, honestly. We, we really need to continuously entrust ourselves to the Lord God. And it's also a testament to God's mercy mm-hmm. and forgiveness and uh, that we're never alone and He never gives up on us. Yep. Amen. Yeah. All right. Well, we are excited now to welcome into the studio Andrew Hilliker. Good morning to you, Andrew. Good morning. Thanks for having me in today. Thanks for being on with us. Um, we are just, we're, we're very happy for you. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself as we get started. Yeah, well, I'll speak first a bit personally and then go professionally yes. about what I do. Um, so I, I've been in Fargo-Moorhead since college and uh, and have been part of the St. Joseph School community uh, for the past 11 years. Mm-hmm. And that actually uh, predates my, my marriage and kids. So uh, in wow. that time, I married my beautiful wife, Rose. Uh, she's a school psychologist for the West Fargo School District. Okay. And then we have uh, three kids, two girls and a little boy. So Lily, Addie, and Mac. And uh, Lily is a kindergartner this year at St. Joe's. Mm-hmm. And then Adeline is uh, she'll soon, to, soon to be four. And Mac is just a newly one. Okay. So awesome. busy household. Oh, Very much so, but, I'm sure. So yeah, 11 years ago, I came to St. Joe's um, on the request of Monsignor Mike Foltz. I got a phone call asking if I would be interested in a part-time uh, teaching position. And I respectfully declined at the time <laughs> I was... I was uh, a secondary uh, social studies teacher, not a fifth grade teacher, and I was actually not Catholic at the time. Wow. Um, He's a persistent man, so before (laughs) I knew it, I was in the classroom at St. Joe's, and it it truly was a a blessing in hindsight. I I realized all of the things that have happened in my life over the last 11 years, and I I don't think that I would have um, been able to come out as strong and as good and uh, faithful as I have if, if I wouldn't have been part of the St. Joe's school community. It's, it's a very exceptional place. So seven years ago, I assumed the role as principal. Um, and we've, we've really just done a lot of really great things at the school. It's, it's, uh, we serve 230 students, about 160 or so families, um, preschool through eighth grade. And uh, we just have a, a very committed core group of staff, a very committed group of families, uh, that that really believe in in what we're doing. So that's awesome. I'm I'm curious, Andrew. You know, you said that you were not Catholic when you started. Yeah. Um, so clearly, that happened at some point during this progression. That, what what's that been like for you to move from not being not Catholic to Catholic to now helping to <laughs> form Catholic, as a Catholic yeah. education? You know. Yeah. Well, I I grew up in a uh, very blessed home. I had loving family, faith filled family. Everything good about my mm-hmm. life um, existed when I was young. Um, the the interesting thing in, in hindsight, I don't know when the turning point for me came when I joined RCI and became Catholic, but 
the group of students that I had coming in that first year of um, teaching at St. Joe's was just a, a really remarkable group of students. And we had some adversities. We lost a, a beloved uh, member of our school community, uh, mm. Roberta Johnson, mm -hmm. died that year. And if you ever got to meet Roberta, she changed your life. Um, One of my best friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the year after that, we lost uh, uh, Mr. Loke, another school family that mm -hmm. was just a, a just a wonderful person in our school community. Mm -hmm. And I, so I look back and I think of you know those challenges we had, as long as 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 well as so many of the high points we had, and God just played a role in all of those. Mm -hmm. And I think He was evangelized those kids, the staff. They were all evangelizing me without even knowing it. Um, and, and I, you know, we, we all as, as Catholics, we're learning something new about our faith every day. It, it never stopped. And mm -hmm. I, that's, that is so true for me. And I get to do it with the uh, students and the staff that have, have just shown nothing but support since day one for mm -hmm. me. So cool. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, let's go into that. Tell us a little bit about your, your passion for Catholic education. Yeah. Like I said, I grew up in a small rural community. There was uh, no, no non-public school, no Catholic sure. school. Yeah. Um, so when this, when this came about, I, I wasn't sure what to expect. I had a preconceived notion that it was maybe elitism or uh, uh, a class mentality. Mm -hmm. um, but, and I think one of the things, the things that sets St. Joe's school apart is we, we are a diverse community of, mm -hmm. of, uh, students and staff, and um, they're, they're, we are, we're a reflection of our community. We're a reflection of the, the greater community of Moorhead, and so I, I get to see the diversity in our building, and I get to see the role that a well-rounded education with Christ in the middle is playing for those students, whether they're Catholic or not, whether they have uh, you know a higher low socioeconomic background, whether they have academic needs, whether they have social emotional needs. Um, when you can put God in the mix of that, the the growth, the rate of growth, the rate of progression is exemplified uh, mm -hmm. over and again. Mm -hmm. You know, one of my favorite memories at St. Joe's as being a staff member or parishioner was when in the, the front pew at St. Joe's, we had a second grader and a first grader and a mom being uh, comfort or, you know, um, welcomed into the faith. I mean, it was seeing them receive their first communion mm -hmm. all together was so beautiful. And it was another example of the evangelization that St. Joe's and that wonderful community does. It, it really does. And I see the school as an integral ministry of the parish. Um, you know, Kathy Bjorklund's been a, an RCIA mm -hmm. coordinator for decades. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she often will, will make comments about, you know, the school is a starting point for a lot of families that, that come into the faith. Right. Um, and, and I think that's because we live it. We, mm -hmm. we truly live it. And new families, prospective families come into the school and they'll, you know, they say they can feel the presence of Christ within mm -hmm. this building. Mm -hmm. And if you ever get to be at St. Joe's, I know you spent a lot of time there and mm -hmm. we're, we're part of the, the beautiful murals and the history of, of some of those um, paintings and the artwork in the building. I think a lot of that contributes to that environment and that culture. So yeah, and I think more credit goes to uh, Valerie Ritland mm -hmm. and and her as as the principal, and then of course our Karen Baki, yep. who who does so many wonderful things. And then we just commissioned three of them. That's all. You know? <laughs> well, the, the work and everything was definitely their their yeah. role. But it is it's just so it's so important to to have an environment like that, and and it's some of the most special parts of our yeah. our life. Which is, you know, all of that is what is really making the transition in my life, both personally and professionally, uh, a very bittersweet mm, transition. Yeah. So, uh, you know, saying goodbye to a community that's that's been such an integral part of my 
my life um, is will, will be difficult, but but it's also something we're very excited about. So, so now you've you've mentioned that, but yeah. let's let's fill in the dots, yeah. Yeah. the dots here a little bit. Tell us what's going yeah. on, Andrew. So I I uh, I accepted a position at Stella Maris Academy in Duluth, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and that's effective July first. Okay. Uh, so St. Joe's School is is uh, has a position posted for a new principal, uh, and, and uh, my family and I will re- relocate to the North Shore uh, sometime in June, wow. uh, late June, okay. early July. It's a perfect time to head up there. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> and we love the area, and it gets us, you know, our, our primary motivation. Uh, we we have three little kids and, and no immediate family in town, and mm. this gets us... Uh, much, much closer to family. That's mm-hmm. nice. And we, we not only want that for our kids, but we, we need that help. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I understand that. I understand well, that. And it is. It's it's a beautiful area, but whenever you can be closer to grandma and grandpa yeah. and cousins Absolutely. and so forth, it's a very important Absolutely. place to be. You know, and my wife, Rose, and I, we, we had uh, said, I think it was when Lily was born, our oldest, we just said, when, when an opportunity arises that interests us both, Professionally speaking, but also geographically, uh, we will entertain it. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll we'll pursue it, and if it if it's meant to be great, and if not, that's fine. And um, this is really just um, the the series of events that have led up to this has really just given us the the realization this is God's plan for us, mm. and we're going where we're supposed to be. So yeah, absolutely. And the diocese of Duluth and diocese of Superior, they're our listening audience, and uh, what a great, great faith-filled community up there that you'll be joining. It, absolutely, yeah. and you know, I, I uh, was able to visit Stella Mars Academy. I believe three years ago. I, I serve uh, on the Minnesota non. Uh, public school accrediting agency mm-hmm. on the board. And so I, I visited Stella Maris three years ago when they became one system of schools. And at that visit, I, I saw so many things that I uh, get to experience here at St. Joe's School. Mm. And and those those are the things that I really want in my next career, my next um, position. Mm-hmm. And so I know that um, a lot of what I get to experience on a day-to-day basis will continue in that role as, as president of Stellamaris School. So, what's that been like for you over these last seven years? You said as principal, right at St. Joe's, to to be able to well help to guide. I mean, just just what what have been some of the rewards for you personally? Yeah, you know, um, as Janine had mentioned, the community at St. Joe's is is exceptional, and yeah. getting immersed into not just the school community but the parish community. Yeah. There's a network of people that are connected to St. Joe's that stretch so far. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you go or, or what community you're in. Somebody has a, a connection to St. Joe's School. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting to really foster and build those relationships with our community has been, by and large, the most rewarding part of my job. Um, and you know, we've, we've seen students that have come in um, that may not fit the mold of, of what we typically can serve or, or would traditionally mm-hmm. serve. And our, our staff are just so, so unbelievably committed in what they're doing mm-hmm. that they're overcoming the challenges that oftentimes we question if we can do. And That's awesome. And it, it's a direct uh, correlation to the commitment of our teachers and staff. And this year, boy, with, with COVID and the pandemic, that, is, that has just been highlighted time and again. Oh, I so. bet. I bet that's got to be incredibly rewarding just to be a part of that. It is, and it's that's it is incredibly rewarding, which is also why it's incredibly difficult to say <laughs> yeah. to say goodbye. Yeah. But yeah, um, they've it, all been so gracious, also in 
you know, wanting what's best for our family and Mm-hmm. And and they'll be your family forever. Absolutely. I mean, the, uh, we are still so close to so many people at St. Joe's and, and love them dearly. And uh, they'll always be part of our family. They will. Yes, yeah. they sure will. I joke that we're shopping for a house large enough to accommodate uh, the whole staff when we get relocated. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to have to take a quick break here um, on the, the show, but we'll be back uh, right after uh, these couple minutes with more with Andrew Hilliker. So stay with us. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Now is the time to stand up for life and dignity in Minnesota. Hello, this is Archbishop Bernard Hebda. Join Catholics across Minnesota for Catholics at the Capitol, April 15th at the Cathedral of St. Paul. Be formed in the faith, informed on issues impacting life and dignity, and sent on mission to transform our state. We will celebrate Mass, hear from inspiring speakers, and head to the Capitol in a Eucharistic procession before meeting with legislators. Get your tickets at catholicsatthecapitol.org. Yeah, I've been listening to Catholic Radio, <clears throat> starting out in Seattle, uh, Sacred Heart Radio. Had a had a long commute, and you know, searching through the stations, kind of came up upon Catholic Radio, and you know, people were asking a lot of questions that I had, and I was able to kind of passively listen to all the different responses and ponder those, and kind of carry on a conversation <laughs> with the radio in my car, and and then proceed to look things up further as I as I learned about it. So so I have a lot of favorites, um, did a lot for me in my life and continues to um, really like Catholic Answers and all the uh, different themed hours they have where people can call in and ask virtually anything, um, like Crest in the Afternoon, getting that uh, Catholic perspective um, on, the, on the news for the day and all that's going on. Um, you know, and I, I could go on and on uh, like all the programs. As a sole provider, the needs of my growing family are something I pray for daily. I know continuing my education will benefit my family in the end, but I worry about what I'll miss while doing so. University of Mary knows that choosing to continue your education at this point in life can be both challenging and rewarding. That's why we've created a robust portfolio of truly affordable, truly flexible, and truly formative online programs to make choosing easy. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. That's dot L-I-F-E. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are so grateful that you're with us this morning. Brad Gray and Janine Bitson here. We are speaking with Andrew Hilliker, currently from St. Joseph's uh, School in Moorhead, but soon to be from the Stella Maris Academy up in the Duluth area. What What is the actual... Um, town or city, Andrew? So it, it is in Duluth. It's in Duluth uh, proper. Okay. Yeah, there's a, a system of three schools in, in the city of Duluth that, that really, in the, oh, three years ago, became one system, Stella okay. Maris. Prior okay. to that, they were uh, three independent uh, parochial schools. So what, what grades are covered by the Stella so, Maris? Well, family? currently, okay. <laughs> currently at preschool through eighth grade. So there's two elementary locations and a middle school location. Okay. Uh, and they are, they're spread out through the community of Duluth. So one on the west, one on the east, and one up on the hill. I'm getting all my lingos correct. Yeah. Sure, Duluth, there you go. So, um, but, 
but part of their visionary plans, their uh, strategic goal is to get a high school established by the fall of 22. So wow. a lot of the legwork has been done, uh, but the Diocese of Duluth is one of the very few, if not only diocese in the country that does not have a high school within it. Wow. Yeah, so my husband was asking me this when he found out that you were going to be a guest today. He's like, what happened to Duluth Cathedral? Because he used to, he went yeah. to St. Cloud Cathedral and would compete against Duluth Big Cathedral. Big rivalry there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm a little naive to su- suggest I know too much sure. about what, what happened with uh, Cathedral High School Duluth. I know, boy, I think it was... 30 years ago um, that it it closed, and I don't know why it closed for sure. But Well, how beautiful is it that you can be part of that? And maybe a little tidbit of history that you might not know. Yeah. Uh, the first principal of St. Joseph's School was Sister Scholastica, who went on to Duluth. Saint Scholastica. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I did not know that until uh, this position came up, and one of the parishioners at St. Joe's uh, shared that I with shared me. shared that. So, oh, cool. So ne- it's never ending what we learn. So. Uh-huh. How interconnected <laughs> yep, our years are. Yeah, so, I, you know, and I, I do, so this new role as, as president of Stella Morris will be really driven in, in strategic objectives and visionary planning, um, which is one of the things I love a lot about my current position at St. Joe's. I, I have a lot of other responsibilities, but that that visionary work is something I really enjoy doing. Hmm. Um, and I, I should make note too, as in conjunction with my role as principal at St. Joe's, I also serve the Diocese of Crookston as their director of schools. Um, so about three years ago, we had um, our previous director, uh, Tina Stanger, uh, relocated hmm. to the University of Mary out oh. in Bismarck, um, working with their alumni relations. And uh, we really had some nice momentum going with our schools in the Diocese of Crookston. Um, I just kind of assumed that position uh, in conjunction with my role as principal, and it's been going very well. So um, that that position is also open, uh, leading the eight schools in the Diocese mm-hmm. of Crookston. Um, okay. And so there, there's a little bit of overlap with this role as president in the sense that um, you know, seeing a system of schools is is what I get to do from the diocesan perspective, um, which sure, will continue sure. with Stella Morris. So, well, that's wonderful. And then, how important it is as you get that high school that it is part of that accredited situation as well, and so you can lead as in that area too. Yeah, you, you bet. There's been so you know in the last seven years as principal, I've been very blessed to get a uh, just a really robust. Uh, Rolodex of connections across the state of Minnesota with non-public education, whether it's through accrediting agencies or independent school forums um, or the State Department of Education. There's just a lot of of complexities to non-public school administration, and I've I've been able to build those up really well over the last Hmm. seven years, and I think that'll help um, with with Stella Morris's plans of uh, building a high school and, you know, just the the goals they have over the next seven years, uh, five to seven years, so... I imagine that uh, you know, serving as a principal for seven years can can really be a, a benefit for you now as president to, the, to bring that that experience that you've had of dealing with this particular community mm-hmm. very very closely and intimately now and, and having that as you said kind of shifting toward a vision for the whole network here yeah. and how we might move that forward. Right? You know, it's interesting that you actually say that because there are a number of um, communities around the state of Minnesota and and surely beyond that have multiple Catholic schools in a, in a metropolitan area that are working to bring them together as one system. And it, it's a difficult task to do. Um, mm-hmm. We know that a parish community, um, there's a lot of identity with that. Sure. Right. And it's, 
you don't want to say you're losing it, but you're also assuming some some new components to that identity that it's hard for community members to 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 take that leap. Um, and Stella Morris has done just a tremendous job of of creating one school with mm. three campuses. And I was I was excited about this opportunity in the sense that they were seeking a president with an education background. Um, oftentimes, systems of schools will seek out leadership from a business background, mm-hmm. and that has to be uh, that has to be a component of the leadership role. Sure, but I think um, as an educator, there, le- the the role of an educator in the leadership role is important because there's so many uh, complexities to what teaching and learning looks like, and mm-hmm. you to build that trust with the with the faculty and the staff and the parents and the parishioners. Um, I think that comes more naturally from an educator's perspective sure. uh, than the business world. So yeah, sometimes there can be a bit of a disconnect where it's like, they really don't get what we need here. Yeah. And- I, I, I have the utmost respect for the business managers. Sure, In sure. fact, Kim Noel, my, my uh, sidekick at St. Joe's is our business manager. I don't know what I would do without her. Um, but I also know that oftentimes from a business perspective things look more black and white yeah. and uh in education arguably even more so in catholic education mm-hmm. there's a there's a very wide gray area that has to and, be considered and it's very relationship you know it, it, the relationship aspect of it has to come in before the business aspect. it does absolutely and i'll give a plug you said uh val ritland a few moments ago she's a former principal at saint joe's and current uh professor at msum she just she just published a book uh, about relationships and the importance of those hmm. in education. And I, I was reading it last night, uh, and, and I'm just thinking to myself, yes, that is, that is so important, um, arguably more so than, than curriculum and assessment and right. uh, personnel management. It's about building those relationships, not with, only with, your, with the teachers and staff, but especially in the role as president at Stella Morris with the greater community mm-hmm. um, that, that really is, is a new as a new system of schools, we, this is, this is a new endeavor they're on. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of excitement in Duluth. Yeah. And, and when you build relationships and you have the, the proper educational background to bring those relationships together, I mean, you can do really anything. Uh, of course, God willing, God willing. <laughs> yeah. God willing yeah. but, but God is in the midst of all those relationships Absolutely. and, and when you take God out of it, that's when you're getting into the black and white nuts mm-hmm. and bolts of dollars and you're not into the God relationships absolutely. that can fuel it all. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, I, I give so much credit to what's happened at Stella Morris in the last three years. Um, they, they have a, a really solid leadership team right now with uh, the principals there, uh, what appears to be just a very invested board um, mm. and, and the pastors of the, the local parishes uh, believe in Stella Maris and the, the system of school that has been created. Um, and so that, that relationship, you know, I, I think a lot of that has, I'm, I'm being given a job that's where a lot of that legwork has been mm. done. And mm-hmm. I, I feel very fortunate to be going into that healthy environment already. Yeah. So Yeah, there's something to be said about going into a place with wonderful people. Yeah. Honestly, there really is. I mean, perhaps that's that's um, easily overlooked, or, or you know, that that it seems like that's an obvious thing. But there's one thing between uh, having a job that you love, but surrounded by people that you don't, <laughs> versus having a job that you love and people that are just up building and um, th- right. themselves inspiring. Right. Yeah. 
the adage of going to work every day, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not a dreadful thing. Yeah. It's not for me right now in the Diocese of Crookston or at St. Joe's, and I, and I know it won't be on July 1st when I get up to go to work at Stella Maris. Mm-hmm. I know it'll be a continued uh, uh, excitement and and something that I'm feel, feeling called to be doing. So Well, and it is just so important. Uh, I know that um, JP2 Network mm-hmm. here in Fargo, Shanley High School, um, I, I just can't thank them enough for mm-hmm. the education. Well, St. Joe's, of course, first, but you know, heading over across the river to Shanley has been huge for our family yeah. and for our kids. And now the Diocese of Duluth, to have that excitement mm-hmm. for their students that are you know, elementary and middle school to look forward to that high school opportunity down the road. Absolutely. Wow, you know, it's beautiful. I, again, another just blessing that I feel like I have, I have built a nice relationship with JP too. And Mr. Hegstrom over here. He's uh, fantastic. Fantastic. And I, I also, you know, see what, uh, Sacred Heart East Grand Forks Mm -hmm. and the greater Grand Forks Catholic schools are are doing as a connected while not a formal system, but you know, that, that, Mm -hmm. that model of, of collaboration, that model of, of working together to reach a common goal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we might be a different diocese uh, in the Minnesota side than on the North Dakota side, but we ultimately have the, the same goal. And that that's to, to make sure we're producing and molding kids that have a close relationship with Jesus and know their Fantastic. role in our community. And, uh, and so I, I, I get to see how JP2 is functioning and Sacred Heart East Grand Forks and, and Grand Forks Catholic schools and I think that'll really be a guiding light for me as I, I get to Duluth as well. So, well, you might have to take a bus to the Know Your Faith competition. I now, joked huh? with uh, <laughs> I joked with Monsignor Foltz. I think it was. I said it's my goal in four years to have a another robust competitor in the Know Your Faith and love for Duluth, <laughs> Duluth to have the, the trophy on the wall. Carl Adolfson at East Grand Forks, I think, rolled his eyes at me, though, because I think he's got his eyes on it. So, <laughs> so oh, I, I don't know where I fit right now. I serve Sacred Heart. I uh, have uh, former students at JP2 who are always part of the Know Your Faith competition. And, yeah. And so, anyway. Well, well, the cool thing is, is it could be like a, like a NCAA bracket, yeah, you right. know? Like you can have different regions and come together for that's the right. championship. Boy, though, so. Duluth and Minot are very far apart. I don't know that. Well, that's why you got to have the bracket, <laughs> yeah, you know? That's Fargo right. can be the yeah, central yeah, tournament. Right. So. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Andrew, it's been a treat having you on. We're excited for you. We're excited for the Stella Maris Academy. Uh, I'm sure there's there's a lot of uh, sorrow in the St. Joseph's community, but the Lord God's always guiding this thing. Absolutely. Right? Very Absolutely. good. It was great to be here, and thanks for inviting me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for being with us this morning. Well, we'll have to have you back for updates, too, yeah, as love, things uh, progress that. up in Duluth. Very yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to have to step away again for a couple more minutes, but on the other side of this break... We're going to talk, as we have been hinting at this morning, about how to prepare for the Triduum and Easter Sunday coming up next. And we're going to have our shepherd here in the Diocese of Fargo, Bishop John Folda, to talk with us about this right after these messages here on Real Presence Live. <laughs> 